The Rant Network with Stuart Grisgell and David Solomon every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. You think about it, we rant about it. Listen to us live on Facebook. What's everybody doing today? It is Wednesday, hump day. It is noon in the Eastern time zone where I'm sitting in South Florida and about 2,000 miles away. You got David Solomon up in Montreal, Quebec. And today is another rant about (laughs) Abraham Accords. Some of you may remember them. They were signed by a president by the name of Donald Trump. And that was done in August of 2020. But a lot of you don't know them as the Abraham Accords because, frankly, nor did I. Uh, But I do remember them signing a Mideast peace deal that it seems that everyone on the left wants to shit on because Donald Trump was there. But... Well, I'm just giving my two cents and letting David jump on it. All right, let's jump on David. David gets to jump on me. No, that's okay. Let's be clear about something. These were actually not peace treaties; they were accords. And the reason they were called the accords is because it wasn't exactly a a peace treaty. It was more of a normalization of relations between UAE, Bahrain, and then no, no, hold on, hold on, Stuart, Stuart. It's a semantic, but it was done on purpose. But again, let's take a step back here. Many of us uh, who actually know anything about the Middle East were completely happily blindsided that all of a sudden there was an announcement that the UAE and Bahrain, two enemies of the state of Israel because of their relationship with other Arab countries, wanted to normalize relations with Israel. Now, understand that up until that point, the Trump administration pushed like hell pushed like hell to put out the deal of the century to bring the Palestinians and the Israelis together in a peace treaty. The Palestinians rejected every single thing that Donald Trump put on the table, sight unseen. Donald Trump said, and his administration, we're going to change tactics completely. We're going to completely deviate from all of the normish, normal statements being made by previous administrations, Republican and Democrat, that the only road to the peace to the Middle East is through the Palestinians. He went and made a deal with the UAE and Bahrain. And then later on in January, Morocco and South Sudan, folks, South Sudan is like a terrorist haven that signed the same set of accords with Israel. Now, why is this important? Let me tell you what it has done in a region that is highly contentious. Let's talk about the business exchange between UAE and Israel alone is now valued at over $570 million in business. They're expecting to reach a billion by the end of this calendar year, 6.5 billion by 2025. That creates jobs, opportunities, relationships. Now, these business, that's just business. That doesn't include agreements on medical discoveries. It doesn't include scientific relationships. It There is so much that was done between the two. To not only that, but they added 22 flights from UAE to Israel. 22 flights. That's tourism. That's other money. And this is in the middle of a pandemic. This relationship is apparently talking about creating 4 million new jobs and a trillion dollars in economic activity in the next 10 years. That's UAE and Israel. Morocco has followed suit 
in many ways to create that kind of relationship. The message was by Donald Trump was that the road to peace in the Middle East doesn't have to go through the Palestinians. That in fact, if the Palestinians do not, and I mean Palestinian authority, uh, it would be a term in contradiction in terms, but if the PA and the Hamas do not want to come to the table, screw them. Let's go to the other countries yeah, and bring them to the table. But anyways, like David, we spoke about yesterday, I mean, on Monday, about how, you know, we just gave a country to a group of people that caused the largest single death in the United States was September 11th. Yep. So, you know, if, if the if the left party wants to negotiate with a party that only wishes its destruction and has acted on it, mm-hmm. is it surprising that they want to distance themselves from the Abraham Accords by completely leaving the Abraham Accord name from any press release that's come out of the political offices in the last six, eight months? Listen, to me, to me, what it's a I'm... It's anniversary. It's listen, a one-year anniversary, it's, man. Listen, to me, what's, what's shocking, not shocking, well, it's exactly. the norm. It's the norm. And why am I bringing this up is there is a proof. There's a proof of how you can actually achieve peace or peaceful relationships yep. in the Middle East if you do not have a partner. Then why are you even trying? And it, you know, the, the the simple blame here, and the Biden administration echoed the Obama administration, and unfortunately, the previous Bush's administrations, the Clinton administrations, is to say that the only road to peace is by 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 bringing the Palestinians their own state. Look, if they want their own state, then come to the table. You but do they not? Do they not have their own state? They already no. have their own territory. No, they they yeah, do yet not. They start they the do not. They do not have a state. No, they don't have a state. What no. they have, they it's have a, a li- they have a territory in which they live in that the that the governing body yep. doesn't want to change. They like what they have. They like the control. They are not willing to budge. They want Israel to withdraw unilaterally everywhere and then start the discussions. You know what? It's a lot of crap. And the Biden administration came into power and ignored the lessons of this previous administration because, God forbid, you would let Donald Trump get a piece of anything of history that's positive. You are ignoring it. And worse than that, you are not permitting an advancement with other countries. There were talks about Saudi Arabia coming to the table, Oman, Qatar, other countries that could have come to the table. But the Biden administration says, no, 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 no. First and foremost, we're going to do, we need to deal with the Palestinians. Well, what the hell are you think you're doing? Are you really advancing this? And to me, the anger that I have towards not just the Biden administration, but the European body, the United Nations, is that they don't want peace. Because if they did, Mr. Trump proved it a year ago, how it can be done. You know, I'd like to just pose a question. Has there been more peace with the current administration or less peace? Has there been more women stoned in the streets this year than there was previous years under the previous administration? 
Has there been more liberties taken from people in this administration than any previous administration in the history of this country, United States? David, you are 100% correct. All these people are seeking is control. And, and you know what? They like power. They say what they must to get in control and do as they will while they're in control. And, you know, both parties have been complicit over previous years. But this year, more than any other year, this administration has taken the largest step towards divisiveness than any other president in the history of this country. But you notice that that's what they want to do by creating, you know, they, they talked about how Donald Trump was divisive. And you can argue, yes, you can argue, no. I, But if I look at what's going on right now, if you want to create change, then you need to change. You need to force the change. But the United States has decided to take a step back in its role on the international scale. It's decided that it no longer is interested in normalizing relations with other Arab or other or Muslim countries. They would much rather have conflict. And the Palestinian Authority is only interested in conflict. So if you want peace in the Middle East, then the track and the and the and the and the methods are there. The administration has yet to prove itself. I mean, let me ask you a question. Has Mr. Biden made an attempt at all to try to invite other countries to a table, the Palestinians to the table? No. He's angry that the embassy was moved to Jerusalem. He's angry that the Palestinians were, they ruffled their feathers. He's angry about, he gave money that Donald Trump took away from the Palestinian Authority. He, Biden gave it right back. And, 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 you know, David, for for a Canadian, you're very well versed on American politics. I gotta tell you. But it's not just Mr. Biden, it's Western leaders having not, pushed the United States hard enough to continue to take the right role in the Middle East. It, apparently to the Biden administration, peace in the Middle East is not in, in its truest fashion is, in, is unimportant. David, you know, the Abraham Accords are going to go down in history as flames. If the no, administration no. Oh, no. If the, no, I disagree. I do not believe they're going to go down in flames. I think that Israel and the countries that they've signed it with are beyond excited. I mean, listen, I, I mean, my favorite story is that a Hebrew school has opened in four cities in the United Arab Emirates, a Hebrew school. Okay. The, the relationship, there's a memorandum a memorum of a understanding with the UAE, several of them, with the UAE and Israel regarding environment, water supply, medical you know, research, and so on and so forth. This relationship is, in my mind, is an example, a jewel of when you have cooperation and both parties are equal in the task to want to achieve the same goal. You don't have that with the Palestinian Authority. No. You don't have that with Iran. But, you these don't. Are the, but these are the people that the current administration 
is looking to appease. You know, they want to they want to apologize to these countries. They want to apologize to the southern Asians over COVID. But you know what? I think people forget that, you know, the Asian community in the United States has been more wronged and people think that I'm talking about Chinese Asian Americans when in fact I'm talking about Japanese and Korean Asian Americans, the two largest, most abused in this country's history. The Japanese were in internment camps in the modern era. Mm-hmm. Okay. But There's never been an apology. And you know what? They want to apologize for everything. Okay, but well, where is this? But let's talk about this? this. What is this related? How is that related to peace you in know, the Middle East? This, this administration is just trying to appease. But they're not. The they're opposite. Not. I think I think they're trying to appease for votes. They're not trying to appease for a, a global leadership. They're not right. looking. You know, love them or hate them. Donald Trump was an ass. Period. We know. I got it. I heard it. He, 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 he had a foul mouth. He was a jerk. I heard it a thousand times. But the one thing I will give the man credit for is he said, I will make deals to make peace. And he took a friend in Israel and said, well, if we can't go peace this way, if I can't get through the door, let me go through the window. And by signing these Abraham Accords, he showed in a odd way, if you will, what real leadership should be. Mr. Biden, your administration well, shows Donald me that you're Trump not now, interested. No, okay, but you're, you, what you're trying to say, I think, is Donald Trump looked at it as a business deal and, and tried to break friends, make friends with money, which is how you make friends in I some circles. I, I don't care. The point of the matter is, is that money in any agreement, in any peace treaty, there's always something on the table. Jimmy Carter did it. Bill Clinton did it. When they had their deals, let me tell you something. Maybe yeah, it's the, hard the, for people. Maybe it's hard Carter's, for people. To Carter's deal. Carter's deal was he gave both parties equal statements. Did not. Well, did not. He actually gave more to the to Egypt. He did more for the Arabs. No, 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 no. no. But yeah, but the statement was an equal dollar. My amount. friend, it, let me tell you something. At the but, end of the day, it wasn't just about money. It was about other things. We're at the end of the rant. But my point was, what Donald Trump did is he made a business deal, not a gifting deal. No, it was no gift. He made exactly. That's cares what you call it. If you call it a business deal or or not, it doesn't matter. It is. It does matter. You know, you can have two rival companies like Samsung and Apple collaborate. Okay. The point is he did it as a business deal and it worked. And that's what I'm trying to conclude. And you know what? With this, let's wrap it up. But I'll tell you, folks, at the end of the day, if peace really matters to Western leaders, Wake the hell up. Your idea of trying to bring the Palestinian Authority to the table and forcing a deal that they don't want is not working. The only thing that works right now, and it's been proven, is if they don't want to come to the table, invite the rest of the party in. You'll be surprised who would want to normalize relations. On that note, folks, we want to wish you a wonderful, wonderful week. For those of us of the Jewish faith, we want to wish you all the very best. But we all be inscribed in the book of life. And we should see peace 
in the upcoming year, not just health and happiness, but peace all around the world. And you know what? Find a good window to jump through because you know what? Windows are easier to get in sometimes than closed doors. I like that, David. That's a wonderful expression. That was my father-in-law's expression from many moons ago. Folks, we'll look forward to speaking to you on Friday at noon. Have yourselves a wonderful week. Take care. Take care.